Hello, and I sincerely hope that this is one of your good days. I know that each week gets tougher and tougher without our normal outlets that help us process things and vent our stress. So hang in there, my friend. This is short and sweet parenting tips number six in the COVID-19 pre-launch series. I was so fired up about volunteering after my previous podcast that I started really researching the benefits, and I can't wait to tell you about it in this episode I'm calling Time to Worry About Someone Else. After reading through studies and articles about charitable deeds, I am just floored at how helping others improves your mental health, minimizes loneliness, and even positively affects your physical health. I don't know anyone who is self-isolating who doesn't need more of all of these in their life. At the same time, I don't want to sound bossy or worse, like an infomercial. Do you want to feel energized, happier, less stressed, and depressed? Have I got the answer to all your problems in this little product called... Helping others? All kidding aside, it's impossible for me to exaggerate the benefits of charitable deeds. For your reference, at the end of my podcast, I list all the websites and studies I used to do my research. According to multiple experts, helping others is proven to increase happiness, give a sense of purpose and control over one's life, decrease depression, counteract the effects of stress, and increase self-esteem. Whew! (laughs) That is quite a laundry list. (laughs) But I feel like we all need a healthy dose of all these things, especially in this pandemic. If you're like me, I was skeptical that volunteering would actually really, deep down, increase my happiness. But according to Dr. Maria Baltazzi, acts of kindness actually releases endorphins, the same brain chemicals produced when you exercise. She said that helping others can come in every shape and size, big and small. Even holding the door for someone or offering them a compliment can fuel what she calls your helper's high. So after hearing about all the benefits, I really hope you're open to considering charitable deeds not only as a major health improvement, but as an enriching and satisfying focus during the next season of this self-isolation. Of course, modeling this for your children is important as with any other positive trait. But here's a big reason to get your kids in on the action right now. According to research findings by sociologist Jane Allen Piliavin, for teenagers and even at-risk children, volunteering has a positive effect on grades, self-concept, and attitudes toward education. It also leads to reduced drug use and fewer school dropouts and fewer teen pregnancies. So, as individuals and parents, I don't think we can deny the overwhelming gains of helping others and involving our kids doing it. I recognize that believing and doing are two different things, though, especially within the confines of social distancing. So I want to share some ideas specific to COVID-19, and I've grouped my suggestions based on different levels of commitment and effort, depending on time, energy, and of course the age of your kids. All organizations and programs I mention will be posted on the Short and Sweet Tips Facebook page. Now, as I'm listing these ideas, I encourage you to listen to all the options because one of them may spark your interest, and then you can just tailor it to the dynamics of your family. 
So maybe you're spread thin right now and you're what I'm going to call a minimalist mama. Remember the small things count too. So feel empowered that you're making strides to encourage and help others. Here's some simple ideas that fit within most time constraints with minimal scrounging for items. I know that's key. First idea is to color encouraging chalk drawings on your sidewalk or driveway. Kids just love this and it's a way to put a smile on someone's face. Another option, call an elderly friend, neighbor, or family member and ask how they're doing. Offer to pick up groceries or essential items for them. You could also make cards for people at local nursing homes. Just call around and check with the front desk staff about any specific requirements and where to send them. Handy hint here, this would be a great place to funnel some of your children's drawings. Something else your family might do is to donate canned food to a local food bank or your school district. 30 million American children received free or reduced price lunch at school, and 15 million of those also are provided with breakfast. So with schools canceled, these children are unable to get what might be their only food for the day. Also remember, my dear minimalist mama, the little things like compliments or an encouraging text will go a long way in brightening someone's day. So what if you're what I call a flexible family? You have comparatively more margin and your kids might be old enough to take on bigger projects. Here's a fun idea. Paint kindness rocks and drop them off on your neighbor's front porch. If you know an elderly person or someone who is isolating alone, make encouraging signs and park in front of their house. Ring the doorbell and wave and give them big smiles. Maybe chat with them from afar or through a storm door and definitely check with them and make sure they're doing okay and they don't need anything. Another idea is to volunteer as a family to pack or distribute food bags. Feeding America is a nationwide organization here in the U.S., but there may be local organizations in your area offering the same kind of program. A nonprofit called Dorot in New York City needs volunteers to make weekly, friendly phone calls to their elderly clients. You may know about Meals on Wheels. During the pandemic, they are encouraging families to volunteer to provide nutritious food for the elderly or shut-ins, possibly performing quick safety checks, and in some places, even delivering pet food and helping with home repairs. Another activity would be to make face masks. If you have an old sewing machine, take it out, dust it off, and start working with your kids to make face masks and donate them to local clinics and hospitals. At our house, we have a serious assembly line that includes my husband. CHD Living in the UK has an Adopt-A-Grandparent program. How cool is that? Finally, Soldiers Angels is a program to support the military. You can join a team to write letters and bake cookies, or you can independently do things like make cards of support, make paracord bracelets, or no-sew blankets. Possibly you are in the season of your life where you consider your family team take on the world. You feel like you have the energy, motivation, and resources to take on larger scope projects or head up a group of volunteers. First idea, make goodie bags for medical and emergency response workers. You can coordinate with other families to donate certain items and fill the goodie bags. And don't forget those personalized notes or drawings from the kiddos. If you have room in your heart for a furry friend, consider fostering or adopting shelter animals. Adoption rates are way down right now. 
you can assemble a project in a box with themes like crafts, cooking, or other activities like puzzles. Distribute them to individuals sheltering alone. Last idea, create a neighborhood pod. This helps you stay connected and keep track of folks who might fall through the cracks. You can use Nextdoor to start a group. It's on a, it's a website. There's also a step-by-step guide on starting a neighborhood pod on my Facebook page. Now this is for everyone. There are websites that actually match volunteers with needy organizations. And I'll include all those website links on my Facebook page too. A couple other needs that I really want to mention. If you fit the requirements and are able, please donate blood. There have been so many blood drives canceled that they are in a severe shortage. The other thing is to donate money if you have the resources. This also can be a great family activity. Kids can donate a percentage of their allowance or maybe earn money around the house and donate all or a portion of it. Remember, it's not the scope of the project that counts. Even little efforts are rewarding to those giving and are such a blessing to organizations that are spread very thin right now during the pandemic. I hope one or more of these ideas sparked some interest for you. Be encouraged if your kids are less than enthused, especially at the beginning. Studies show that unwilling kids still benefit from helping others, and you'll be planting a lifelong habit of serving, leaving your kids a legacy of mental and physical health plus a giving spirit. Now, I know I called this episode time to worry about someone else, but especially you minimalist mamas out there, we all need to be aware that taking care of ourselves is what allows us to serve others. I'm going to close this short and sweet parenting tip with a Chinese proverb. If you want happiness for an hour, take a nap. If you want happiness for a day, go fishing. If you want happiness for a year, inherit a fortune. If you want happiness for a lifetime, help somebody. Bibliography for the research and studies referenced in the podcast. ThriveGlobal.com article called Why Science Says Helping Others Makes Us Happier, February 8, 2019. Psychological Science Study called Prospective Study of Mortality by Brown, Nice, Vonnecourt, A.D. and Smith, 2003. Americans Changing Lives Survey, 1986.